know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you. So let's get started. You are listening to episode 18 of the Heart Sing Podcast. Do you know what your zone of genius is? Today, I'm going to share with you my journey through learning how to live with and harness my zone of genius in ways you can do this too. I'm going to leave you today with four great questions. This is all part of uncovering that light inside all of those magical things we were made to do that we just might have spent a lifetime taming down or closing doors on because they weren't acceptable or we were too much or we just weren't aware I'm going to refer a lot to Gay Hendricks and his book, The Big Leap, and I will link it below in the show notes too if you haven't read it yet. It's a must read for anyone on this path to self-discovery. Before we dig into that, let me share how I even got to this topic today because it involves something special for you, my Heart Sing podcast listeners. I went what I called dark last week. I didn't take in any new learning. I planned quite a few think hours that I shared about on the last episode, and I spent more time than normal in meditation, really focusing to be in alignment so I could hear my next moves, like from my inner guidance system telling me what direction to go in from my heart space. I know when I am in this space because I feel my essence of being. She's here when I'm in in flow and I know I'm on the right path. And it's not always the case, but when she is here, I know. I'm like, yes, yes, that's right, Slayer. You get that gut feeling where you just know it's your next right move. This is not always easy to do in this internet entrepreneurial world. There are squirrels everywhere, my friends, just like there are for you in life. But all of these things you should be doing, right? You got to do this new thing or that new thing. Be partners over here. Join Clubhouse. Do lives. Post once a day. All of the things. Staying true to yourself on a journey when everything is coming at you takes a lot of practice. You know, and maybe to relate it to our weight loss or health journey, it looks like try this new diet or that exercise or get a Peloton or this Apple Watch a journal, make a plan, eat all the right things. You get the idea, right? Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. So learning to quiet this storm, this influx of should, woulds, coulds, this has been so important in staying true to my mission of inspiring people to meditate and helping women learn to create space in their lives to put themselves first. Simple. And putting myself first and listening to this inner guide, I'm really creating from a space of service and not from the rat race of achieving and yet still, and yet I'm still building from abundance. Tricky, tricky, my friends. I was thinking and asking and waiting to just know, and it happened. It all came together. My zone of genius, how I can best serve all of it. And you see, What I really want to show more people 
how to use these tools, especially us self-help bingers, <laughs> give us a way to put these things we're learning into action. And a big part of this process is community. If you have been listening along, you know that in February, I created downloads to go with each episode so you can use them to grow and put into practice if you choose to. So my next logical step and right in my zone of genius when I ask how else can I serve and I start each day with this question. Voila! Why not have a private HeartSing Podcast community Facebook group? Free one. And this is open now, you guys. So jump in there. Together, we're going to build a community of like-minded women coming together to grow, explore, find HeartSing, and support each other in a loving, supportive environment in all relation to what you're learning here on the podcast. And I plan to share from what here, doing some live, some challenges and posts through the week and just having some fun. Most of all, I want you all to have a space to go where you can talk about what you're learning, share your stories. This is how we learn and grow. As James Clear, author of Atomic Habits says, the key to establishing new behaviors is joining a group where the behavior is the norm. So behavior of personal growth, health-seeking, curiosity about meditation, our soul magic, building habits, and having fun, this is the HeartSing Podcast community. And if you're listening to this, it's for you and it's free. Assuming you're a woman too, it is just females right now. So just answer the questions when you enter and I'll know you're not a robot and you're in. Share it with your friend and make sure they say to put your name in and that you refer to them. Uh, I'm going to have some fun prizes. So I had this aha about the community, but how does it relate to my zone of genius besides you having a cool new group of women to hang out with? You know, how does this benefit you even hearing this story? As always sharing through my experience, I like to tell you this because inevitably we'll end up back at my ball of misery in this uh, podcast, but uh, in true form, we're going to go there now. It, this is when I first dis discovered Gay Hendricks in his book. I was working at my corporate job and I was already told by my intuitive guy, Bev, that I told you about in the last episode about building the runway. And she said that I needed to do that, which pissed me off because I was so fried out. I just wanted to throw my keys at the wall and quit. But I had made the decision to build the runway. So I started to really work to change my mind about what I could do and how to start enjoying it. Part of this happened when I stumbled upon Gay's book and started learning about my zone of genius. I mean, I was choosing to stay. So why not come from a place, you know, a positive place with it? How could I do this? And how could I enjoy it more? In Gay's book, and this is also where Einstein time concept is, you'll hear me going on and on about this. I am time, I make time. But that's for another podcast. Gay got me thinking, and this will get you thinking too. So buckle up here with me and hop in the group this week too. We're going to explore it some more together. I'm going to leave you today with four key questions to explore your genius from the big leap. But first, let's talk about the zone. So Gay talks about the zone of genius being when time just disappears, when we're, we are in flow. And no, ladies, not when Aunt Flo is here. Okay, bad joke, you guys. <laughs> but the flow where when you lose track of time and space, it's as if the world just disappears around you and you have this single focused attention. It doesn't feel like work. It's easy, enjoyable even. Hours feel like they go by in minutes. What is that for you? Can you think what that is? Do you know off the top of your head? 
I really started to pay attention to what it was for me and think of my past. And I got this way when I created things, policies and procedures, teams, events, like going to a new property and setting up systems. And I would like to get it all um, in order, but in a creation of an operations system and build the team and get everyone, you know, doing what things lighted them up and what they were good at and figure out how all those pieces played together for us to, you know, uh, achieve the highest results. As long as I could make it fun, I really enjoyed all of it. And also with people in somewhere I got to share and speak about things I was excited about. I have this need for everyone else to be as excited as I am too. You can't tell. Like, I'm going to reach through the microphone and make you as excited about finding your zone of genius and your heart sing as I am, I swear. Anyhow, I sat back and I looked at my job. I was tasked at this time of helping another regional manager. My portfolio had shifted. I was frustrated because once, not because of my workload, but I didn't know how to help her. And I think my boss was frustrated because I wasn't helping, but there wasn't really anything the other regional could give me to do. So I, I started thinking, what, what could I really bring to this situation? What's my zone of genius? And how can I help her with mine? I mean, she's in hers getting these reports ports done and all of these. But how could all of these other things that I know I'm innately good at, how could I help? And I approached them asking if they'd be open to me rallying the troops, going and spreading some love and cheer around the valley. I'm like, look, you know, I'm like, that's my jam. I love to do that. And they just beamed. I'm like, tearing up right now, even thinking about it. I remember thinking, how could they just do these reports and not show their teams so much love in this? And, you know, because that would have been my initial go-to because that's my zone, right? And here they were so worried about it that they nearly cried when I offered my magic because they cared so much, but they knew they also had to deliver these reports. You know, so I started to get more and more out of what I consider to be the fun stuff to do. Relationships, events, people creating fun things, these things I was inherently good at. And of course, I really started to enjoy my job a lot more and my boss and our relationship. She enjoyed me more, right? Because I was no longer like trying to be in a box of a spreadsheet. I was saying, how can I use what I'm good at to really help and level up what I'm bringing to this organization in this relationship. And as a side note, I do find spreadsheets fun if I'm creating and designing them. <laughs> Not so much if I'm being forced to type something in a box someone else has already created. And that probably tells you a lot about me right there. At this time, I was also sharing my weight loss journey live on Namaste. I had started that at this point and teaching other women what I was learning. And they were transforming too and finding their zone of geniuses. Since Gay's book, I intentionally think about how I can stay in my zone. What is in my zone that I don't even know yet? And I uncovered so much of it this year and some this week that we're going to get to. It's very exciting. I had a huge aha in my coaching session that stemmed from my creation of this group. As an adjunct to this, I wanted to make sure I did something special for my Me First Sisterhood group. This is our private membership group. And it's very important to me to keep the love and the sisterhood and the environment we have there fostered as well. So I began thinking, how can I also give back to them? What do I have to offer? So I started to create. I have become a graphic designer of sorts. <laughs> and this has never really been my thing. But out of necessity, I started creating my own 
things in Canva. And this week, I kind of found another, I get in flow with this. As I was designing and moving boxes around, creating text fields and pictures, my vision of what I could deliver started to expand. And before I knew a little weekend retreat to do a 90-day plan, it's turned into Slayer's Adventure Camp virtually complete with everything I could theme around camp, which is another one of my dreams to create a camp you can all come to have adventures and unlock your soul. Like a little bit of what I did at Glamp Camp last year for the sisterhood. Like I want to figure out how to create this virtually this upcoming this at the end of this month. So I started designing this game for these guys to get involved with, with the HeartSing podcast community and this retreat coming up. I've got an invited special guest from the Chopra Center to get involved with leading some segments. And in addition to things I'm creating and one of my, my authentic speaking coach, she's going to do something really amazing for these guys. And we are just going to have fun and learn. This is what I set out to do. Have fun, create adventure, inspire and light you all up. This is my zone of genius. Not just an event, the creation of it, the making it fun. I mean, no one wants to be miserable while they learn. Am I right? Why not fun? We get done and have fun. Yes. I was sharing this with my coach and about how the energy from this revelation and everything I was creating was almost like too great that I couldn't harness it. It felt so good, but it's a lot of energy at the same time. We were talking through ways I can manage this flow because yes, it is good energy and I want that flow, but also there's all of these emotions in my body that I used to not allow myself to feel. Do you guys have this where you get so excited about something, you can almost not stand to feel it in your body? I said this often that I think it's almost been more difficult for me to feel my positive emotion than my negative emotion. In the in the old days, by old days, I mean just a few years ago, I might have taken this energy straight to happy hour to share my excitement about my creation with other people, right? But only to really kill that creation because I didn't feel good or ate after, you know, things that didn't serve my body and the idea get dulled and get a little lost and my emotion reduced. I didn't feel it. I allowed the food and alcohol to numb it away. That's what I call like kind of my cocktail napkin ideas. You know, all of those, you pull them out of the bottom of your purse and you're like, oh, that was a really good idea. I never did that. Do you have any of those cocktail idea napkins? I think Gay might have said this is where our upper limiting comes in, where we get so uncomfortable, even that feeling good, where we start to exceed and get into excess of success, that we bring ourselves back into this safe place, one where we don't have this these emotions coursing through our bodies, these this powerful in alignment, feel good energy, but is is powerful. You know, and these emotions I hadn't allowed myself to feel. My heart rate was up. I could feel my blood pumping through my body with excitement. I couldn't wait to share all my brain babies with my sisters and get them lit up too. Almost so much more so that it was hard to channel my energy to finish creating. So I was telling my coach how I did a lot of quick techniques instead of eating it. And eating it wasn't even a thought, which I also reflected on with her. But I was on a timeline that day, so I couldn't just go off on a long hike, but I did have time to breathe. So I did a Satali Pranayama, also known as the taco tongue breath, which is good for you to do when you feel this energy of fire in your body. It's very cooling. 
Try it now with me. It's fun. You'll be able to feel the difference right away. Let's let's do it together right now. You can even do this one while driving. Just if you're out walking around, don't suck any bugs in or anything. Go ahead and roll your tongue like a taco. If you're someone that can't roll, just do the best you can. Stick it out of your mouth, closing your lips around your tongue as it's rolled like a taco. Take a slow breath in for four and out for four. Focus on the air coming in and out through your taco rolled tongue. So do you feel how it cools the air even as it flows? Do it for a few breaths. And as you stop, you'll notice that coolness in your mouth and it's spread through your body. Notice how that act of breathing just calms you. Breath will always bring you to present moment awareness. It's happening now in your body. When you feel your energy go up like that, stop and do a breathing technique. Do pranayama. Take a few minutes and just take a, take a deep breath in and hold it and release it. But the taco tongue is tons of fun. Your kids will get a kick out of this too. It's a great mindful technique. I did some of this. I did some taco tonguing. Okay. And then I got in child's pose for a few minutes and forced myself also to take a break outside when I ate my avo bowl. I'll link that recipe, by the way, if you guys want it in the show notes. I, I eat it every day and it morphs, but I, I just love it. Sometimes I'll switch up the ingredients. I just never get sick of it. I I sat in the sun, my feet in the earth, and I just enjoyed it. No phone, no sounds but the birds. And as I was sharing this all with my coach, kind of how I dealt through that and what was going on that day, I had this big picture, huge, enormous idea light bulb, like popping over my head. My, My eyes got like huge. I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to show you my plan I made yesterday morning. So I showed her how I pulled the Diana card from my yogic path deck. I love to do this with my plan in the morning. And in fact, in the Me First Guide, we have a little section for either a quote or a card. And I pull one every morning. And I it's a way I self-reflect. I got this deck originally to help me learn Sanskrit better. Um, because getting my instructor certification with the Chopra Center, we had to know a lot of Sanskrit. And I love these cards so much. Each day, I just say, hey, what do I need to bring? What guidance do I need today? And here's the thing with cards or, you know, quotes, you will see flow in the universe. You'll be like, yeah, okay, that's crazy. I can't believe that came up. But also know that we create our universe and synchronicities start to appear in front of you when you start to get in flow and doors start to open. This is part of the process. All of the answers are already inside of us. We already are whole. We already know it all. So this is just opening yourselves up to saying, what is it? What do I need? How can I listen to myself inside? Self-reflection. So I get the Diana card. Diana is one of the eight limbs of yoga that Patanjali, a sage from 150 BC, taught us, right? So Diana is meditation, also the deep concentration to know the truth, to to self-actualization, right? Normally, this card would sing meditation to me. I had already written my intention for the day in the Me First Guide of fun. There's a little intention box, a heart sing box, and a great gratitude. So in the heart sing heart, I had written creation, 
That's how I was going to get my heart sing for the day. And in my gratitude box, it was life force energy, right? Like this creation, life force energy. It just kind of, I, I didn't intentionally do all those boxes and like to come up with that result. Uh, but then I looked back, I was like, oh my gosh. And as I read what the author Sahara Rose, the author of the cards wrote about Diana and concentration that day, I skipped the stillness part. I wrote the statement that popped out, the dancer becomes the dance. Isn't that beautiful? Think the dancer becomes the dance. She also writes, and I think this is beautiful as well. The singer becomes the song. The painter becomes the paint. The lover becomes the love. There's no difference between the doer and the deed. When does that happen for you, that there's no difference between the doer and the deed? And while I'm no dancer, but I do like to bust a move, as the women in the sisterhood would tell you, (laughs) I am an artist just as you are. I'm a creator. I create from my heart space. And when I'm in flow, it involves all of my core values, fun, adventure, innovation, inspiration, love. When are you in creation? When do you become? When do you become the paint? What is it for you? And it doesn't have to be necessarily what we coin an artistic thing. As I was frantically creating on this new design on the computer with this graphic arts program, I mean, I can get, I can become a spreadsheet, right? (laughs) Like, what are you creating that you get in that flow? So, I was teaching myself this graphic arts program and I could feel it all clicking together. I mean, the reason I got the RV was to travel the country and do events too, because I love to do this, to reach people through an experience that we can learn, bond and grow, but also create new tools and systems and make things fun. I love to be loud, (laughs) share my stories and ideas, lead groups, create processes things that help people uncover their magic and grow. It's what I'm meant to do. I'm so certain of this because I I feel my soul tell me, yes, yes, yes. I'm in flow. I did this in corporate Addy life. I've been doing this with Namaslayer with the Me First Guide course and listening, waiting to feel that yes. You might call that that gut feeling, right? I'm doing this with the communities I'm building, the adventure camp. How could you do this in your life? Think, how could you take your flow and really like live it? You know what I wrote this morning? How can I make learning meditation fun? (laughs) I mean, other than me teaching it, but how can we take that to the next level, right? How can I make that experience fun and an adventure even more so than it is? Because it's an adventure in itself getting to the stillness, but heh. We'll see where that think hour takes us. Brain babies, brain babies, brain babies. All of these answers right inside of us already. All the knowledge we need. Sometimes we just need to stoke the fire. And by that, sometimes we just need to be still and listen to our inner guide. That voice inside. And don't worry about this imposter syndrome. You see that all over the place too. So what someone did it before? You didn't do it before. It's your voice. And you add that with knowledge you've done and you have a new creation. It's a new creation because it's yours and it's your voice. I always want to share my stories, you guys, and how I learn because I love to hear other people's stories. All people do. I guarantee people want to hear your stories as well. 
I hope you go get in the HeartSing Podcast Facebook community. If you're a Facebooker, you got to get in there. And a lot of people, I just go in for groups anymore. I have like 10 groups I'm a part of and three I'm really active in. And of course, my, the me for sisterhood all, all day, every day, but, um, you know, being part of these groups, this is where we're communicating now, where we're learning, where we're becoming in these groups where we're gathering with like-minded people. Um, I want to share with you before we leave today, these four questions that Gay tells us to explore to find your zone of genius. So get a pen and paper, join the group. I'm going to use these this week for us to talk about, but what ask yourself these four questions to really start to think, what is my zone of genius and how can I harness it? What do you, here's the first question. What do you love so love to do that you don't get tired or bored? What is it that you don't get tired or bored doing? And what work do you do that doesn't feel like work? That's a second question. What work do you do that doesn't feel like work? And then reflect in your work, what gives you the most satisfaction? And then probably my favorite, what is your unique ability? What is your superpower? I like to think of this one, like, what is that thing that other people are like, wow, you did that so fast or you're so good at that. And you're like, ah, it's no big deal. Piece of cake. That thing. That's usually a good indicator. It's one of your unique abilities or a superpower. Uh, Listen, I can't wait to hear what you uncover. Head over to the Facebook group and request access. You can find it from the link in the show notes. Go to the Namaslayer Facebook page and look for the group or namaslayer.com. It's called the HeartSing Podcast Community, brought to you by my zone of genius and Gay Hendricks. (laughs) Say that I sent you. To, my, to me, right? Just say Slayer sent you. And if you tell your friends to join, make sure they say to put, tell them to put your name so you can rack up points for, I'm going to have some prizes. I might just be giving away maybe a free meditation session when I start teaching up here. So um, make sure they know to put your name in there. I'm going to be keeping track of that. And I can't wait to see you inside the group. I hope you guys are excited about this as I am and picked up a little bit something, got to thinking about your zone of genius today. Until next week, my witches and bitches, slay her out. 